Last year, Aaron Judge broke the Yankees' single-season home run record. Is it possible for Judge to be even better this season, though? We'll discuss that and more on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here with my co-host, my brother, as always, Matthew Arne. Yo, yo. You can find us on all podcasting apps and uh, platforms. Just search for Locked On Fantasy Baseball, and we'll be there. Please leave a five-star rating on Apple, Spotify, uh, wherever you may listen. Also, if you drop a little review, it goes a long way for us. But if you're watching on YouTube, please be sure to hit that like button, subscribe button, and leave a comment because uh, we always love to talk fantasy baseball with you. Guys, real quick, if you're new here or if you've been here for a while and you're a fan especially, we truly appreciate it. If you you know share our podcast, we're getting very close to 1,000 subscribers here on YouTube. We would truly appreciate it if you pass us along to a friend or two or three. So on today's episode, Matt and I are bringing you our top high-end outfielder episode. Uh, you know, we're going to be going through Fantasy Pros ADP as we've been doing. We're going to hit the top 12 outfielders today according to Fantasy Pros ADP. If you want to follow along, go to Fantasy Pros website, pull up uh, Fantasy Baseball um, ADP, and there you go. Follow along with us. But if you want to follow Matt and I's rankings that we will be talking about today, Make sure you go to our website that is in our link tree. It should be the top link. It literally says website. Click that, and you can see Matt and I's rankings. Our rankings are skewed towards 5x5 head-to-head category leagues. They also work for Roto. We're not huge point leagues, guys, but we will give you some point league advice along the way. If you have any specific points leagues questions, please provide us with your league scoring categories and the way the, the points are handed out, and we will give you our best advice on wherever you reach out to us. But with that being said, Matt, you want to talk about our number one outfielder here? Yeah, so, I mean, number one on the ADP list is, of course, the guy that we talked about in the title, Mr. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge had a phenomenal season, and we all kind of knew he had it in him. I really didn't think he was going to hit 62, but God bless him. You know, in in 570 at-bats, he had 133 runs, which is bananas, 62 home runs, 131 ribs, 16 stolen bases, and batted 311. You know, Aaron Judge is great. You know, you can't really get better than that. It's the best season I've seen out of a player in a very long time. And, you know, he's just back at it again. Last year he had 40 home runs, played a full season. 2019, because I don't count 2020, right? He played almost a full season. He had 27 home runs. And then the la- uh, the time before that in 498 at-bats again, 27 home runs, and then the uh, only one of the only other times, the third time he's had a full season where he played 155 games, he had uh, 52 home runs. So that's where I say, hey, he had the opportunity to go ahead and have a season like he did this year. You know, the proof is in the pudding with Aaron Judge. The guy hits for power, chips in a couple steals, and I think he's going to have a good season this year, especially with the addition of Volpe hopefully coming up to the to the lineup as well, adding some things with some bounce backs to some players. Aaron Judge can be the number one 
you know, consensus overall player and won't let you down. I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, knock you if you picked him number one overall. Yeah, Matt, you covered him pretty good there. I'm not going to add too much besides I have Aaron Judge as my number one ranked outfielder and number one overall player. He's not going to repeat those monster numbers that he did last year, but if he hit 50 home runs with 100, 100, 10 plus deals and he hit 285 to 290, I would not be shocked at all. Uh, take Aaron Judge with confidence at the beginning of your drafts. So let's move on to our next guy here. Matt, it's one of your boys, so mm-hmm. I'll try and keep my rant short and sweet so you can uh, you know, do your little rant, and it's Ronald Acuna Jr., so uh, Mr. Acuna started off last year, you know, a little bit banged up, but he, he he didn't let that, you know, get in his way. He still played 119 games last year, 467 at-bats, 71 runs, 15 bombs, 50 RBIs, 29 stolen bases in 119 games, and he hit 266. Well, Acuna, as we all know, in uh, 2019, he had that 41 bomb, 37 steal season where he hit 280. Acuna is a, a career 277 bat. I think Acuna's right in the mix for, you know, the top outfielder. I have Acuna as my number two outfielder, as, you know, ADP does. He's the third pick overall. Uh, If anyone has 40-40 upside in the league, it's definitely Acuna. I think if you get him as your first pick, you know, you walk away very, very happy with that because Ronald Acuna Jr. is an absolute stud for fantasy baseball purposes. I think the power bounces back, too. Power bounces back. Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, that torn ACL was kind of more of a – something he had to get used to and just, you know, with not having a spring training and just getting thrusted into a season, I don't think that he really was ready to just go in and step up and do what he normally does. But I mean, it's crazy though. If you look at 2021 before he like tore his ACL, he was on pace for one of the most ridiculous seasons I've seen outside of Aaron judges. Like he had 297 at bats. He had 72 runs and 297 at bats. That's ridiculous then to boot he had 24 home runs in that stance as well that's insane the pace for that alone because that's almost a half a season in terms of bats you know that's like a 44 48 home run season almost i'm like that's ridiculous 52 ribbies and 17 stolen bases and he was batting 283 and he really wasn't striking out either only had 85 strikeouts in that time like ronald acuna was on pace to have a MVP caliber year. That ACL just did not do him justice, and it really did hurt him this last year. But, he, man, he's going to come back with that with, with full force this season. He's my number one outfield this year because of that 40-40 upside and just because I truthfully think he's going to be one of the best players in baseball for a long time coming. Let's move on here to somebody else that's just been absolutely outrageous, and that's Julio Rodriguez. Uh, this is Dom's voice, so I'm going to keep this real short. Um, Julio is just one of those guys that, you know, we all knew about him for the last couple of years, but we didn't expect this kind of year. You know, like, we knew he was going to be phenomenal, and but, man, did he really show up. And, and 511 at-bats, he had 28 uh, – I'm sorry, 84 runs, 28 home runs, 75 ribbies, 25 stolen bases, and batted 284. Julio did similar numbers in the minors and literally instantly translated over to the bigs. There's no reason Julio shouldn't. Um, He's my number three this year in terms of outfielder. And the only thing I could say is the only reason I'm not drafting him one over Ronald Acuna is I need to see him do it again. I'm hoping just we don't see a, you know, regression, a negative regression where we have a sophomore slump. But other than that, I think Julio Rodriguez is a lock. 
Yeah, man, you, you covered him pretty well. I'm not going to add too much here, except, you know, if there was anyone besides Acuna that could go 40-40, I would probably throw Julio's name in that uh, ring as well. Kid does it all, five-category stud. Right now, Julio is the number three outfielder, according to Fantasy Pro's ADP. Pick number five. I have Julio as my number four outfielder. Got to see him do it one more time before I push him above, you know, Judge, Acuna, and I have uh, somebody else we're going to talk about in a little bit here at three. So uh, with Julio, there's not too much else I could say. Just take him with confidence as, you know, your number one outfielder and, and reap the rewards. Yeah, buddy. And before we move on and we start talking about how Tucker should be hitting higher in the lineup and how, you know, he should really get a little bit more praise because he's probably one of the best hitters on their team. We have a great sponsor we have to talk about here at Lockdown. We're super excited about our new sports betting partner, FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and it's the perfect time to download FanDuel, number one, America's number one sports book. New customers getting up, getting no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money lines, points scored, and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even offers same-game parlay where you can um, add up multiple things to get better odds and get bigger payouts. So don't miss on your chance for your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets back when you download FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. When you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get you started today, make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. So without further ado, Dom, take it away. Oh, wow. I, I get Kyle Tucker? Okay, yeah. so uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll try and keep it you know a little short and sweet so you can get to you know your boy. Big thing with Kyle Tucker is the news came out, I believe it was uh, March 6th, a couple days ago, when Dusty Baker came out and he was asked about, oh, what's going on with your lineup? Who's hitting number two? So uh, Dusty Baker's exact quote, quotations, if Brantley is in the lineup, Brantley is the number two. Uh, And then he also stated, quotations, I know Payne has been good, but he ain't been good as long as Brantley. So I don't think Tucker was even talked about at number two, which is a travesty. He should absolutely be hitting higher in that lineup. I know Payne is World Series MVP. I know Brantley is a multi, you know, all-star player who's you know been very great during his career. Brantley's past his prime. Payne is not fully in his prime yet. Kyle Tucker's in his prime. Uh, last year, Kyle Tucker, 150 games, 544 at-bats, 71 runs, 28 doubles, 30 bombs, 107 RBIs, 25 steals, and a 257. I think you see a very similar stat line this year. I think the batting average does come up. Kyle Tucker's a career 268 hitter, so I think he hits a lot closer to that. Uh, Tucker coming off the board at number four overall outfielder, seven seventh pick overall is a little high for me. I have Tucker as my seventh outfielder. I would take you know Juan Soto and a couple other guys we're going to talk about in a little bit over him, but uh, you know it's a shame that he's hitting you know probably sixth again in the lineup because his upside could have been so much higher if he you know did hit number two in the lineup. Yeah, and I mean, Tucker's just a ridiculous player. I really do think that he has so much upside. You know, his batting average really wasn't indicative of what he can do. We saw in 2021 he hit 294, but I think that was more of a career high. I think we're going to see like a 270 to 280 batting average for him. And he's he's one of those guys that has 30-30 upside for sure. He only fell short of five stolen bases to get there. So, I mean, Tucker has all the makings of a top-end talent. Obviously not the top-end talent. But a top five for sure, and I love him just because he is a five-tool guy, and I'm picking him with confidence. I'm picking him as my number five outfielder. So, I mean, you know, it's fair. He's, I, I love him to death. But let's move on here. I think we've covered enough of him and talk about Mr. Juan Soto. 
Juan Soto is the guy. I think that we're starting to see a resurgence of Juan Soto. I think last year we just saw a um, a shell of a man on a team that was going nowhere, and it's hard to lose every single game. Like when when you just know you're going to show up and you're going to lose no matter how, how hard you try. What's the point of playing? And I think that's what we saw last year. So Soto Soto had a very putrid putrid year with 524 at bats. He had 93 runs, 27 home runs, 62 ribbies, and six stolen bases and batted 242. You know, the ribbies and the batting average are completely out of character. You know, we go down and we talk, we talk about what he did in 2021. You know, it was a whole nother animal, right? He had 502 at-bats, 111 runs, 29 home runs, 95 ribbies, seven uh nine stolen bases and he batted 312 even in 2019 he had 110 runs 30 uh 34 home runs 110 ribbies and batted 282 i think we're gonna see that juan soto again where my guy has the 40 upside home run my guy's gonna hit you almost 300 and it's gonna have 100 100 ribbies because that team on san san diego is just absolutely ridiculous there's no reason Juan Soto does not have a bounce back year this year. Yeah, Matt, we're we're in sync. I think people forget that Juan Soto is only 24 years old because of you know he's been in the league five years since he's 19, and uh, Soto's already raking the spring training. He has played in four games, 11 at bats, eight hits, two runs, three doubles, a bomb, seven RBIs, one steal. He's sitting 727. Uh, I know uh, if you don't know, Juan Soto is dealing with a little bit of a tight calf, but he's still expected to play for the Dominican Republic in the WBC. So I don't think the national uh, the Nationals, I don't think the Padres would let him go play in the WBC if he wasn't, you know, if it wasn't if it was a bad injury, they wouldn't let him do it. But with that being said, I have Soto as my number six outfielder, and he's just been sneaking, sneaking, sneaking back up my rankings. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if I had him in my top three. By the time the season starts, you take Juan Soto in the first round and you'd be happy with it. Right now, it's coming off the board, number five outfielder, according to ADP, seventh pick overall. I would definitely take him over Tucker. The other three above him are debatable. But let's move on to our next guy here, and that is Mookie Betts. Now, I have Mookie Betts as my number three outfielder. And like I said, I might wind up moving Soto up over him. But Mookie Betts has just been so good throughout his whole career. Uh, He's on one of the best teams in baseball. And last year, Mookie Betts has a 29-year-old, another guy that was still, you know, just 30 years old this season. Uh, we think we forget that sometimes. 142 games played for Mookie, 572 at-bats, 117 runs, uh, 40 doubles, 40 doubles, 35 bombs, 82 RBIs, 12 steals, and he had 269. Mookie Betts is a career 293 hitter, so the batting average could even has room to bounce back up. He's a five-tool player. He's going to help you in every single category. I think you draft Mookie Betts with confidence. And then if you if you play in Yahoo, it gives him even a little bit of an extra boost because he has second base eligibility on Yahoo, and you take him as your second baseman, and you walk away laughing. You get the best second baseman in the league. Uh, Mookie's coming off the board as the sixth outfielder, pick 9.6. I, I will take him there all day. Yeah, Mooks is great. Um, that second base is even makes him even better. That's why I have him ranked as my... What do I have him as? My number three outfielder this year. Oh, we're in sync. We're in sync. I love the kid this year, but let me move on because you pretty much covered him very well. Let's talk oh. about Yor- Jordan Alvarez. He's going off the board as the number 10th overall pick and the 10th. Um, did I see that right? 
the seventh outfielder. Um, my thing with Alvarez is the injury right now. Alvarez is dealing with that same wrist injury that's still going on. They're saying he might be ready for opening day, but might isn't good enough for me, especially when I'm picking a guy in number 10th overall in the draft, right? I need security. I need somebody that I know is going to play every game in and game out. So right now, if I'm drafting tomorrow, I'm not picking him in the top 10. He's my number nine overall um, outfielder. I dropped him down because here's the thing. With his kind of injury, it could lead to surgery, which then he's going to miss a long period of time, which then you don't, you're going to be very upset. You wasted your first pick on him. So I'd rather pay a more conservative approach than, than, um, you know, just going balls in and taking Jordan because the upside, what if he does play? That's just me. But if you're drafting later in the in the draft season, then you see how it plays out. We'll have more answers as that comes along. Let me just read off what he did and then I'll hand it off, Dom. So, Last year, he had a great season, 470 at-bats, 95 runs, 37 home runs, 97 stolen, uh, 97 ribbies, not stolen bases. One Imagine. Stolen, that'd be ridiculous. One stolen base and batted 306. Jordan has took it to a whole nother level, and you know what? He, if he's healthy and his wrist is all health, is all up to 100%, he's going much higher. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I, I think it is. A, I think it's a hand, though. I don't think it's the wrist. The wrist usually will sap a little bit more power. The hand, I think, if it's okay, I think will will he'll be. If it, if it's not a big deal, I could see him getting back to normal. But you know, Jordan's kind of almost a flanges guy, as Matt would say. Guys, if you're not familiar, you know, if you're not from around here, if you haven't uh, watched the podcast before, uh, flanges is a word that Matt threw out there, and it kind of stuck. It's just an injury-prone player. You know, Jordan's had the knee. He had the hand at the end of last year. This, I believe it's the same hand is bothering him now. According to MLB.com's report from yesterday, uh, the Astros general manager, Dana Brown, said Sunday that he's hoping Jordan will be able to take some swings next week. So there's still just enough time left in spring training for him to pull it together and you know, be there. Right now, I have Jordan as my number eight outfielder. If there's anyone else besides Aaron Judge that could hit, or maybe Pete Alonso, that could hit 50 plus home runs, uh, you know, it's it's Jordan. Jordan's, you know, a, a monstrous young player. He's 26 years old this year. Thing is, is he could do an Aaron Judge hit you at 50 home runs with the 300 batting average, and all the counting stats are going to be monstrous as well. So the upside is there. It's a risky pick right now, as Matt said, because we don't know, you know, if, if the hand wind, does wind up being bad. Maybe he needs surgery. Something goes wrong. It winds up being a super, super risky pick. So it's a kind of tread here with caution. If you're feeling it, go for it. I don't know if, if I'm drafting this weekend that I'm taking Jordan Alvarez. I might pass him off to somebody else. But let's move on to Mr. Mike Trout, uh, you know, fantasy baseball legend, uh, future Hall of Famer, uh, probably the GOAT of, you know, our generation. And the thing with Mike Trout is, you know, he had the bad back last year, uh, but he still played 119 games, 85 runs, 28 doubles, 40 bombs, 80 RBIs, and he hit 283. I think we see a similar type of, uh, you know, year this year. He could fit, hit 45-plus home runs. The counting stats could be great in that better lineup for, you know, the Angels. They went out and got a bunch of players, and they got some, you know, young bloods coming up this year. I love Mike Trout. I have Mike Trout as actually my number five outfielder, so I would definitely take him where he's going right now. Yep. Um, I, I'm right there with you, but before I give my breakdown, we um, we and we talk about how whether he's going to return to complete form or be the guy, 
we do have something to talk about here, and that is going to be. Yep, and we're back. So we're going to talk about Mike Trout and my thought process on what he's going to be. I think that Mike Trout is going to be great. Standard thing, just like Dom said, where, you know, we're going to see a similar season, and hopefully we see the bounce, the the RBIs and runs bounce, uh, bounce on up and get us back because he's elite even without the stolen bases of being that five-tool guy. So, you know, I would draft Mike Trout in the second round, no question. Um, I love Mike Trout. But let's move on here to a more interesting player. And that's Michael Harris. Michael Harris is a very new, exciting player that everybody's talking about. Um, you know, another one of those young gun, you know, Atlanta Brave players that came out of nowhere that's just like, wow, can't believe it's not butter. And I can't believe this kid, we all didn't know about him. You know, <laughs> you know, in 400, I like that one. Right. And 414 at bats, he had uh, 75 runs, 19 home runs. Uh, 64 ribs, 20 stolen bases, and batted 297. The batting average is great, and so is so is the runs and whatnot. You so know, is everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he's an incredible player. In 2021, he he did have a great season, and 374 at bats, he had 55 runs, um, 26 doubles, three triples, seven home runs, 64 ribbies, 27 stolen bases, and batted 294 as well. So it doesn't look like he's really a power guy. So he's probably more of like a 20, 30 guy in terms of, you know, the power is not going to be there that that high, but the stolen bases are always going to be there. He's going to hit you for average. And that Atlanta Braves team is just going to drive him home all day. I love Michael Harris this year. I'm not drafting him all too high, you know, not in the first round, but definitely in the second round. He's my number 12 outfielder this year. So where he's going right now, I think he's a little too rich for my blood going off at, as a the ninth outfielder here but 31st pick not bad yeah I'm, I'm actually big on michael harris i have him as my number 10 outfielder and see the thing is is he could there i could see 30 30 if you squint and look at it right i could see 30 30 out of harris you know he's kind of growing into his man body he's putting on i heard he put on a couple of pounds of muscle this offseason and he hit 19 home runs in 114 games give him 150 155 i could i could squint and see 30 30 and he's what he he's what i think we all want luis robert to be you know luis robert's kind of almost a flanges guy now too and michael harris is you know only gonna be 22 if he stays healthy and gets it you know another season he could be the the new luis robert and uh just i i like michael harris as it's a risky number one outfielder, but that's kind of where you have to take him. And I mean, I could see myself doing it if I miss out on some of the elite guys and I hit on some of the big positions earlier. And if he falls to the fourth round and I took a starting pitcher in the third, I, I could see myself uh, getting on the Michael Michael Harris bandwagon here. But uh, let's keep it pushing. Let's move on to the number 10 overall outfielder, according to ADP, and that's Randy Rosarena. I know uh, Randy, Randy Rosarena had a lot of questions coming into – Last year, oh, can he repeat? Is he is he actually any good? His you know his underlying numbers didn't look great. But I remember seeing Randy Rosarina a few years ago. I might have been twenty nineteen in spring training, and the kid just had a monster spring training. And I was like, I got to keep my eye on this kid. So I always had his name in the back of my head. And then you know twenty twenty one when he got his full shot, he went out there. Randy Rosarina played a uh, hundred and forty one games, five hundred and twenty nine at bats, ninety four runs. 32 doubles, 20 bombs, 69 ribbies, 20 steals. 
and he had 274. Last year was pretty much more of the same. Runs were down a little bit. Uh, played 153 games, 72 runs for Randy, 41 doubles, 20 bombs, 89 RBIs. Picked up the steals by 12 to 32 and, uh, you know, hit 263. So I think he could be, you know, like he's a career 270 uh, hitter. I think he could get that done easily. The runs might tick up if that lineup's a little bit better. The bombs, I think he stays around 20 because that's what he did the last two years. RBIs, once again, could be pretty nice, you know, around that 89. He's just kind of like a five-tool guy, and I think I like him better as a number two outfielder, and I've been saying that about a couple guys here. But, you know, I pick 40. I, I like Randy Rosarino. Yeah, I mean, Rosarino is great. So – He's my 15th and okay. I'm at 12. If I didn't say that. Yeah. So here's the deal guys. And I'm not going to give too much. The only thing I'm going to say is be aware in points leagues, right? He gets caught stealing a lot. So that's a big negative. Usually in points leagues, he got caught stealing 10 times in 2021 and 12 times in 2022. So he's a little bit risky for the business here, even though the bases are bigger, a guy that takes chances and probably, you know, jumps the gun and, tries to steal a base even when he shouldn't, it's going to get stolen again and is going to hurt his production and hurt you on the week in your matchup. So just be aware of Randy. I'd probably drop him down about two or three more spots in points leagues. But let's move on to Mr. Kyle Schwarber. Um, Kyle Schwarber's going off the board as the 11th outfielder. And I, I'm a big fan of Kyle this year. He's picked 46 in ADP. Kyle's my number 10 outfielder. Um, I think that he's going to have a really nice bounce back. Uh, well, not bounce back continue what he did yeah i know i can't really say bounce back right <laughs> so i think he's going to continue what he's doing but i'm what i'm hoping is to see the batting average come up you know like schwarber in 2021 hit 291 and i mean i'm sorry 220 266 right and then in 2019 he's at 250 so he's been bouncing around the thing he's about a 233 career hitter but i think he's going to get to more like that 250 range Versus that 218, and that's going to be a lot better for you. And it's going to be a lot better for him as well. You know, with 46 home runs, that's something that's definitely repeatable. The 100 and, um, what do you call it? 100 runs and 94 ribbies are beyond repeatable because that lineup around him is stacked. And the 10 stolen bases is really nice chip in. You know, maybe he can get it up to 12 with the bigger bases if they let him go. Um, you know, Schwarber has all the upside in the world. They do like him a lot this year. And I mean, his price is actually really relatively reasonable. You know, if you waited and you tried to fill your inside, your, um, you know, your infielders, and then he's your number one, I'd feel okay with it. Wouldn't be the greatest with it, but hey, if I'm going in the going to the thing and I was able to stack up on infielders and I got Schwarber as my one, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'll, I'm just gonna add this: is that Kyle Schwarber was one of the most shifted on players last year, and this year without this shift, I think that batting average does come up a lot. I have Kyle Schwarber as my number thirteen outfielder. Once again, like him a little bit more as a number two than a number one. But if you, you know, if you feel like you could supplement having a guy that's not going to have the best batting average and, you know, get that batting average a little later in your drafts, uh, if that's in your strategy, then go for it. But let's talk about our last guy on the, you know, schedule for today. That's Luis Robert. Now, Luis Robert, as I said, he's become kind of an injury prone player. We have yet to see him, you know, get a, you know, really a full season under his belt. Uh, you know, he has all the talent in the world. He's, uh, you know, he's already in that man body. He's uh, 6'2", 220. You know, he's built like a horse. Uh, you know, he's only going to be 25 this year. And once again, all the upside in the world. But let's read off in, uh, you know, 2020, he played 56 games, short season. So he played almost all the games. But then 2021, 68 games. Last year, 98 games. 
I mean, the upside for him is 30-30 with a 300 batting average, but, uh, you know, who knows if that's going to come to fruition. I have Luis Robert as my number nine outfielder, but I think I'm going to move guys around a little bit in that range. I, I do love Luis Robert. Once again, you know, I, I feel like a broken record at this point, but love him a little bit more as a number two than a number one outfielder. But the upside is there. He's been a you know a 300 hitter all throughout the minors. He had 338 in uh, 2021. He had 284 last year. A lot of talent. A lot of talent there with Luis Robert. But I don't know, man. Flanges guy. I hear you, man. I mean, you know, Flanges are a serious deal with him. He's actually my number eight, which is probably going to be pushed down after today. But you know, it's it, the only thing is the price is really nice, right? So. I think he's going to finish as the number eight outfielder, but doesn't mean I'm drafting him that way just for everybody's information. You know, you go and you snag him as your number two. Um, you know, the upside is there, but hence why he's being drafted as the 12th. And that draft pick is because essentially his injury is built into his draft price. Um, I just think that, you know, he may hit, may figure it out. This is his third real, real year. 2020 doesn't count in my opinion. So, Maybe this is the year he kind of takes that step forward, figures out how to stay healthy, and then really takes it off and says blast off. But, Dom, take it away, sir. Yeah, before we wrap up, one quick note here. So in Luis Roberts, you know, only full season in his whole, you know, uh, baseball career besides, you know, high school and college maybe. In 2019, he played 122 games, 503 at-bats. Luis Robert, once again, 108 runs, 31 doubles. 11 triples, 32 home runs, 92 uh, RBIs, 36 deals, and he had 328. So that's where we all get the love from Luis Robert from. But, guys, uh, we're going to wrap things up for today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Check out our website if you already haven't. It's in our link tree. It has a, you know our rankings, a lot about us. You have access to all of our episodes there. Guys, be sure to look out for our new episode tomorrow. We're going to be doing some more spring training recaps. I know all of you liked the last one, so we have more of that coming every week for you guys. And uh, that's about it. So until next time, see you. Well, we also have to say hey. Um, Dom, Dom just jumped the gun. But uh, we also have I to say apologize. hey and um, you know talk about our guy, uh, Jeff, over at Locked On Reds. If you, since you guys make us your first list, make him your second. You know, if you really want an in-depth information on, you know, Ellie De La Cruz, he's the guy to go to. You know, he's the guy with, you know, the, the eyes only on them and able to give you that breakdown every single day. And since Ellie's a big guy that everybody's focusing on, should I draft him? Give him a listen. Until then, guys, peace. See you.